So what's up, guys? I mean, this podcast is it's going to be a different one. We're going to get more of a TED Talk type of feel, I guess. It's all because of the corona. It's hard to get the same guests that I have lined up. So we're going to work pretty much from scratch. Um, so I want to talk about the state that we're in today as a country. Well, not even as a country, but as a world where... We are trying to find ways to occupy our time. It's it's very difficult, especially for those who aren't working. So one of the things that I'm seeing and that I'm enjoying, but also is kind of iffy, is how we're using our social media to entertain, not just ourselves, but one another. And there's good and bad ways to do it, I guess. One of the good ways I see it, I talked about this in my last podcast, is all of these DJ battles. I mean, seeing some of the best DJ, DJ Premier RZA was one of the best DJ battles ever. You had Neo, Johnson Austin, which was crazy. And you're just wondering like, man, all these hits. I'm like, yo, to, and you know, as a music fan, this is just astounding. But then there's another side of that coin. And I might sound crazy saying this, but I hate, like, despise what Tory Lanez is doing. And I mean, everybody has their lane. Everybody has a reason why they do something. They have their certain niche. But Tory Lanez quarantine radio has gotten to a point where it's just annoying and tacky. I mean, how many different porn stars are you going to have on here pouring milk all over their bodies? It's disgusting. (laughs) Like, it's stupid to me. And this is how we're spending our time. And his viewership is sky high. First of all, let's establish the fact that Tory Lanez is one of the most inconsistent artists out there. Well, let me put it in another way. He's consistently putting out the same songs. He thinks because he could remix the song, it makes it that much better. Even Chick's Tape 5, which I think was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. A lot of the songs sound the same. How do you make remixes of old songs all sound the same? I do not know. It is what it is. But that's besides the point. I think his quarantine radio is a waste of time. But people are entertaining it. I go on Twitter and it's the number one trending topic. Why? (laughs) That's my number one question. I mean, the other day he had some guests where it's just like, Yo, I don't care about what LaMelo Ball is doing. I'm sorry, but. And then he had Lizzo twerking. And <laughs> another thing that I kind of, you know, I since I'm going to be alone, there's going to be a lot of problematic takes. So bear with me. People are out here shaming Lizzo. They've done it from the beginning, ever since the Laker game where she wanted to wear a TJ Maxx t-shirt and cut out the butt part. And she just goes after people. They're like, oh, you don't like big girls? She sounds like Monique. Remember when Monique used to say, oh, people don't like big girls because we're not what people can handle? She sounds like that. But here's the difference between her and Monique. Monique took pride in it. She was able to propel her career career with it. Lizzo is an industry plan. She... (laughs) She says, oh, well, people are just judging me because I'm big and they can't handle a big woman, big, beautiful woman. No, it's not that. It's because you're obnoxious. As simple as that. 
people aren't out here like, oh man, big women shouldn't be doing this, that, the third. If they are, well, shame on them. But I don't like it because it's just obnoxious. I don't. <laughs> I would. I would be mad if I saw somebody like Rihanna wear the same type of clothing at a Laker game. Why? It's unsanitary. <laughs> First of all, nobody wants to see your naked butt. Second of all, why are you twerking at a family event? <laughs> I mean, would you want her twerking at your cookout? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think all of us get a little like awkward when one of our cousin's girlfriends starts twerking at the cookout and we're just like, oh, so this who you bring around the family? <laughs> it's it's dumb. But this is how we're entertaining our time. We're, we are being entertained by other people's lives. And I mean, we have to find a way to change that. We need to make our lives more exciting. I've said in previous podcasts, we have we have to be able to build from the ground up. Pretty much. This is week five, week six of this whole quarantine situation in most states. And a lot of people are just sitting here like looking at their watches, looking at their clocks, looking at their phones like, well, I can't wait till I go back to work. I can't wait till I go back to school. Everything's going to be the same. Nothing should be the same. That is my point. You're too busy watching other people's lives instead of fixing up your own life. And that's a process that we need to learn how to do. Whether it's reading a book, investing in stock, which you should read books before you invest in stock. Whether it's just getting in shape. That's me personally. I've been doing all of those things. I'm reading. I'm trying to get in shape. I'm investing in stock because I don't want to be the same person just wasting away six, seven, eight weeks of my life sitting here like, wow, the world is really collapsing. Okay, but it's still moving. That's the thing. It could collapse, but it's still moving. Until the day pretty much our lights shut off, (laughs) we have to anticipate that we are going to live on and go forward. And that's... (laughs) Honestly, that's something that you have to look in the mirror and see for yourself. I feel sorry for the people that just can't do that. There might be reasons why. I mean, I know there's some small business owners that are very adamant. Like, I need my business to open back up because that's my main source of income. And don't worry, I completely understand that. But then I see other people that are just like, oh, I'm getting this Trump check, which I'm not mad at you. Extra $1,200 my bank account. I, yes, but if that's all you're happy about, like I got twelve hundred dollars, I'm good. All right, good for you. How many weeks of work is twelve hundred dollars? You know what I mean. What are you gonna do with that money? Are you just gonna spend it all? Are you gonna invest it? What are you gonna do? It's a process of actually knowing who you are and what your values are, and that's just my opinion on that. I mean, I'm not mad at you for thinking 2020 has been one of the most tragic years so far. It's only April. It is only April. And it's just going to go on from here on if we're going to make it better or worse. I mean, we started off and we started off with Kobe Bryant. And that hit me harder 
than I thought it was going to hit me because it brought up two of my fears. One, not being able to protect somebody that I love and one, not reaching my full potential. So me personally, as a man, as a human being, I'm trying to reach my full potential. And that's by not standing still, not by accepting the not by accepting what's been given to me, but taking it as opportunity. Don't look at it as, you know, <laughs> I'm going to bring out a little churchy Christian stuff that I learned growing up. But you have to take trials as blessings sometimes. You have to take this trial and be like, OK, how am I going to use that in my favor? It's honestly one of the hardest things because you always think that when something bad comes along, that's it. That's a stop to life. But you have to think about the lesson in it. And if you want to relate to it, I mean, a lot of people that listen to this probably have gone through a sort of heartbreak, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be somebody passing away. And I think all of us could relate to that. But what did that situation, what did that moment do to make you rethink your life? Make you rethink, what can I do to make that person proud of me or what can I do to better myself from that bad relationship (laughs) right now we're in a relationship with uh, coronavirus this is our relationship how are we going to get better with this relationship how are we going to break off and become a better person because I know some especially some of these girls you break off with a guy and first thing you're going to do is like I'm going to show him what he's missing I'm going to take pictures go on Instagram go on Snapchat be like you know what? This is what he's missing. Right now, once once Corona is gone, we got to show them what they're missing. Not that we want them back, but we like, yo, we are better than we, what we were when you had us. It's honestly, it's a weird analogy, but it is as simple as that. We want to be better than what we were when you had us under lock. When we was in your house, pretty much. I know I'm getting a little weird with that, but just bear with me but it's a weird times that we're living in i'm a huge sports fan not being able to watch sports right now is killing me the fact that espn is showing more video game tournaments than i want to know about is killing me i tried to watch one of the video game tournaments the other day and i'm just like dude i could do this people are getting paid to play video games i could do this it's, it's honestly disgusting. I, I remember seeing one of my friends, her niece, she's just watching people play video games on YouTube. <laughs> Put me on YouTube. You're going to hear nothing but a lot of screaming. I might throw my controller once or twice. But if you're paying me six figures to play video games, yes, I'll do that. I will. Ooh, Watch me play 2K. Watch me and my boy Corey play Madden. And him, every time he triple options me, me almost throw his controller at the TV. I bet you that would be entertaining. <laughs> but it's just, it's the world we live in. This is entertainment to people. And some people enjoy these esports, whatever. It's the only source of income. But it's just weird. Weird watching reruns of old basketball games. Some of them are pretty dope, but other times it's just like. The other day they were showing a re air of a Spurs Nets game from 2003. I mean, I'd rather watch grass grow than watch a Spurs Nets game from 2003. That's just my opinion. 
maybe some people are Spurs Nets fans, whatever. My opinion is I would rather rather watch paint dry than watch the Spurs play the Nets in 2003. <laughs> but what else is there to do? A lot of people, they're missing out on their vacations. They're missing out on appointments. I mean, I'm missing out on my barber. I'm missing out on the gym. But we have to reschedule our lives somehow. And things will go back to normal, but (laughs) come to think about it, there's going to be a new normal. I mean, I enjoy the six-foot rule. I'm not going to lie. I was in Walgreens the other day. Got in line. I see the little blue lines. Stand there. I have my stuff in my hand. And this lady pulls up her cart. And she's, like, in between the blue lines. So I just give, like, a little look over my shoulder. Like, hmm. And I guess she saw my look. <laughs> she backed up like a U-Haul truck back behind the line. I was like, yeah, you already know. I enjoy the six-foot thing. The fact that my bubble is legally obligated to be six feet. Dope. Love it. But it's kind of screwing with people's lives, too. I mean, I feel... I feel bad for teachers. I somewhat feel bad for high school, college seniors because you're missing out on graduation. In my opinion, graduation, the event is more for show. I'm a big for show, for show person. I believe in weddings are for show. It's to show everybody that you did it. But in the end, you're still going to be married. But a lot of people enjoy the show. It is what it is. I went to my graduation. When I'm at my wedding, guess what? People are going to be at my wedding. I want them to know. But you have to also understand that there's going to be a bigger purpose. Um, My friend had to cancel his wedding, which is in the end of May. And it's crazy. We've been planning for this wedding. We had everything lined up, but they had to cancel it. I felt sorry for them. But then I sent a text saying, you know what? It's important that you guys understand the wedding is for everybody else. The marriage is for you guys. I try to look at the bright side of the picture because you don't want to sit there being like, I just wasted all this opportunity to get married. I just wasted my opportunity to graduate. No, guess what? You still going to graduate. It's just nobody's there going to be, nobody going to be there to see it. But you know in your heart that you put in the work. It's simple as that. You know what type of work you put in to make stuff happen. Whether it's marriage, whether it's graduation, it is part of your life now that you're going to have to tell your children, like, well, the coronavirus screwed this up. But guess what? I did it. (laughs) I made this happen. And you're going to make it happen, too. It's part of our story now. And the story, it's not close to ending. I tell people all the time, man, as long as you're able to move, you should be moving forward. There's no moving backwards. There's no reflecting and reminiscing and just being like, oh, what should have happened? It's like, I bet. How did I use that to propel myself forward? <laughs> I'm adamant. As this. <laughs> this is me being, you know, Coach Mike real quick, coaching my kids. I tell them, hey, next play mentality. You miss a shot, guess what? I ain't going to tell you not to shoot the next one. You better shoot the next one or else you sit on the bench next to me. And I know you don't want to sit on the bench next to me because guess what? I'm going to be talking about you while you sitting next to me. I'm blunt like that. I don't really care. I mean, feelings get hurt. Feelings get hurt. 
your life goes on. <laughs> I just feel that, you know, I'm I'm seeing life through social media as are most of us. I see a lot of people just sitting. Don't sit. I mean, please just keep moving forward. Be positive in this in these times. Be thankful for the people that are handling this. I really am thankful for all the doctors, the healthcare workers, people that work in hospitals, because without them, <laughs> this will be a whole mess. I tell people all the time, I feel like healthcare workers are sometimes, if not always, just as important as the military. Because healthcare workers protect the military as well. They protect us all from things that we can't see coming. We don't know. And they take care of us from birth to death. (laughs) As crazy as it sounds, healthcare workers throughout our entire lives, they're taking care of us. So we have to be thankful for them and see, like, they're putting on the capes right now. So we have to cape for them. And I know a lot of people in my Facebook friends, Snapchat, Instagram, that are healthcare workers. And I try to get in contact with them. Let them know, you know what, I'm thankful for you. I'm happy that you're safe. Please stay safe. Because you don't know what's going to happen to anybody. So please, guys, if you know anybody who's a healthcare worker, let them know how much you appreciate them. Me, every, <laughs> every Wednesday, I send out group texts. Text to pretty much everybody in my phone that I could think of just being like yo I love you (laughs) like boy girl whatever I love you why do I love you I don't need to tell you I don't need to tell you why I love you if I love you you know I love you just by the way I act and I got a text this past Wednesday from my friend Clarissa like yo I love you homie I've known her since we were 12 years old I love you homie she's like I expect this every Wednesday now. <laughs> like, yeah, because that's just what I do. I've done this since the beginning of the year. I'm going to send out that same text. I love you. Because you don't know how much that means to somebody. And I <laughs> said it on Twitter to just dudes I haven't seen since high school. They were just talking back and forth. I was like, yo, I love y'all kings. Just to let them know that you don't know what somebody's going through. But you want to make sure the last words you say to them mean something and <laughs> I've been known to be kind of cold hearted at times be kind of <sighs> lack empathy <laughs> for lack of a better term I've been told that I lack empathy but I'm empathetic to things that matter to me one thing that matters to me is knowing that I could make an impact on somebody's life in a positive way it's not everybody <laughs> don't get me wrong Not everybody gets the same type of love, but knowing that I could give somebody just the slightest bit of, you know, I just, I appreciate who you are to me. It means a lot to me. And I don't need a I love you back. I just need to know that they know I love them. It's part of my growth process. I mean, you guys could do that. I've been, I've been the type of guy to just text my, text my homeboys like, yo, I love you. (laughs) I feel like that is an underappreciated part of nature because guys are always so macho and don't want to show any sort of emotion. I was you straight up, you're like, yo, I love y'all. Because love is the strongest word I can say. I'm not going to be like, 
I appreciate you. Do I appreciate when the waiter comes and brings me an extra drink without me asking? I appreciate that. But I want to show another level. So I'll be like, yo, I love y'all. Why? Because y'all have been there from the jump. Even if it wasn't from day one, I could call you a day one because of how you've been there for me. And it's it's a beautiful thing. I, I definitely need to get my group chats together so we could get like a little Zoom meeting going and just talk about stuff like this because there's nothing better. There's nothing better than being able to talk to the people that you care most about, especially in a tough time like this. So if I didn't tell you guys to do anything today, I'm going to tell you, legit, go through your phone. Go through your phone and talk to the people that you could legit look at and be like, man, I love this person. I appreciate who they are, what they've done for me, how they've helped me build as a man or a woman. Because trust me, they'll, they will appreciate it. Some of them are going to ask, why did you say that? Just be like, because I can. You don't need an answer. You really don't need an answer to a question like that. Look, let me just backtrack from all the sappy stuff real quick. I don't know if you guys have been on Twitter and seeing all these, you know, pretty much toss ups like pick one, cut one, whatever, pick three, stuff like that. Y'all be bugging in this stuff. I saw one that's like pick between shrimp, steak, uh, ribs and chicken whoever says they would not throw out shrimp is a psychopath between steak chicken and ribs you're a psychopath i do not respect no i'm just blind but personally i don't eat shrimp because i think shrimps are the roaches of the sea but that's my personal opinion like i said it's my podcast i say what i want but people went after me bro they were adamant like yo how do you not eat shrimp how do you not eat ribs? Like, how do you think Corey? Corey want to be the problematic one. Y'all throwing out chicken. Man, his family must have been in the master house. When, because no black man is like, I'm throwing out chicken. You must be out of your mind. But that that's his opinion, whatever. I lo- like, I love that. I love my boys. But it... I think that these things, they're good for debate. That's the one thing I've loved about social media in this time. There's been a lot of debating, and it just has kept us social. And it's it's just fun. Fun love. There's two things that I feel like everybody should do is interact on social media, but also when you're not busy, just go for a drive. Go for a walk. Get some sun in. I mean, you don't lock yourself in the house. Oh, my gosh. If you lock yourself in the house, you're going to be depressed. And then you're going to be like, why am I so depressed? Dude, I was sad for a day. I was a little down. I was like, you know what? Let me just go outside. Went outside, took a run. Felt better. Been better ever since. It's it's simple. But not a lot of us are taking it because, like, all corona in the air. I'm, I'm... Dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. <laughs> like no, you, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be sick. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, baby. You're fine. <laughs> and it's it's just weird times, man. And 
this entire thing is just to reflect on how we're gonna go about these times this is April they say this thing may not end until September like fully who knows when they're gonna open up the country who knows when we're gonna go back to work I just had a zoom meeting with most of my co-workers today and everybody's just like man we'll see what happens I miss I legit miss the people I work with because the people I work with are so awesome <laughs> just missing them talking to them going up to them going in their cubicles just having these conversations the zoom meeting today was something that was much needed just to get that interaction with people and seeing how people are handling the situation people who are in the exact same position as me doing the same work as me just hey guys <laughs> are you okay because I'm okay but I'm not okay. <laughs> and we were talking about the projects we're doing. One of my um, co-workers, she's building a she shed. She's legit <laughs> building a shed, putting Wi-Fi, dartboard, refrigerator. She's like, it's going to be a hangout spot. I was impressed. I was like, yo, I might have to do that. <laughs> but it's, it's a great thing. Right now, I'm just looking because I have a plan to move down to North Carolina so you know I'm looking at places down there every now and then right now if you look at my screen time Zillow is probably my most used app and I know I sound old but Zillow is up there (laughs) it's like Zillow Snapchat Instagram Facebook that is my screen time oh and Twitter and Twitter is probably like number one then Zillow whatever point being we're I'm adjusting I'm not stopping my plans my plan is to move down there guess what I'm gone two words I'm gone and it's it's something that we you just have to take pride in take pride in knowing that you have a plan don't deviate from that plan I understand money might change plans shouldn't you should be able to work and if you have to elongate it, adjust it, adjust it, but don't quit on it. That's how I see it. And I'm also at this point where I have a bit of, you know, finding my peace a little bit. Um, <laughs> I have a nightly ritual. Put on some music, usually like slower jams. Might be some Frank Ocean, something like that. I have my tea, nice green tea. I play 2K and that, that's how I like relax before I go to sleep. The other day, somebody tried to get my Instagram messages, bring some drama into my life. I try to be the most Christian man about it. He's talking about how black men should feel some type of way when women treat us. Dude, right now, not my problem. I don't got a woman. (laughs) I treat myself pretty fine. I treat women pretty fine. That's all I care about. And guess what? I love myself. So you should look. I legit was like, go love yourself, bro. <laughs> I do not care. But I hope you guys have had a good time with all these holidays, all this time you're spending with your family. If you're not spending time with your family, I highly recommend you call, talk to somebody. Got added in a family group chat. Lord, do I regret it, but I'm thankful for it. <laughs> If that makes any sense. I don't participate in it, but at least I know my family's doing good. That's what matters. My great-grandmother, 95 years old, I know she's doing good, and I am happy about that. Because she 
she's been through a lot. So please take those times. Just adjust. Take one of these days. I know a lot of us might still be working, but if you even have a day off or you're using vacation time, I don't care if you even call out. Take a day, sit down, jot stuff down. Jot down what you want to do with your life, where you want to be by the time this ends. Because nobody knows for sure. They're giving us answers. They're trying to send the kids back to school like May 25th. Why? Put them in school for two weeks and let them out again. So that's like a reverse spring break. Stupid. But take take the time, jot down your ideas, jot down what you want to do with your future because I highly recommend that we have a plan. I'm a big planner. I don't ever invite me out the night of something because guess what? I'm going to say yes and then cancel on you an hour before. I'm that type of person. But like I said, this was just more of a TED talk trying to get you guys to understand where my mindset is, where I hope your mindset is. And I pray the best for each and every single one of you guys. And I mean, who knows? If you guys ever want to hop on one of these with me, I always, always inviting people because we need more juxtaposition. We need more people to share with. I feel like this podcast was meant not only to give opinions, but for people to empathize and sympathize. A little bit of both. Look those up if you don't know the difference. (laughs) I'm very thankful for the position I am in to still be working, being able to talk with the people that I could talk to and have these opinions because a lot of people don't. So for those who are not working or in tough times, I'm praying for you guys as well. And hopefully once this is over, things go back to not just the normal, but a new norm. And that's going to be a beautiful thing if we make it. So enjoy your days, enjoy your nights, enjoy your work. Say I love you to somebody because guess what? I love y'all. All right. Enjoy, guys. Thank you.